I'm back kind of for the 15th time with Charlotte Teigen, founder and designer of Housewives Skateboards. I've always really loved Housewives design and I'm super excited to nerd out about the design side of skateboarding today. Welcome once again to the party, Charlotte. And I do have to tell the quote unquote audience that we've tried for the literally the past 25 minutes to fix the audio, which we jinxed ahead of time by mentioning that it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> so here we are and hopefully, hopefully it works. So if for some reason this sounds a little choppy, please just forgive us. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Just working from home during coronavirus. I know, right? We were, yeah, we were talking about that a little earlier and I was like, ugh, we will never go back to work, but I really hope this is over soon. Like I asked you a couple minutes ago, uh, where did you grow up and how did you start skateboarding? So I grew up in New York City on the Upper West Side. And when I was seven years old, my mom took me to a skate shop and bought me and my brother skateboards. And I got to like be a part of the whole process of picking out my board and wheels and bearings. And um, I had a dark star board with Spitfire wheels and lucky checkered bearings. And I guess I just started skateboarding in front of my house. Basically, did so did the guy kind of like walk you through that process of like picking out your stuff? Cause you had mentioned that like, you got to actually pick out the parts versus a whole complete, which was kind of obviously more interesting from the start. Yeah. I think that that probably led to me being more interested in skateboarding rather than just like going to Walmart and buying a complete that I didn't really think about right. what went into it and maybe later on influence like the things that I design now because I was, it was such a visual process. It was like, oh, I want this bearing and this green hardware and the nice skate shop guy walked me through it just you know, I was only seven years old and it was like picking out candy. Right. At a candy store. Do you think that you mainly picked out everything just because of the colors <laughs> at that point? That the board I had was actually kind of dark and not colorful. Like, I oh think, yeah, right. I think right. I made um, some good decisions. Like the color palette was really cohesive. It was just like all yeah. black with like hints of green. I feel like that makes a lot of sense if you really like look at the housewife brand as well. <laughs> totally. Cool. Well, anyway, so obviously you said you started skateboarding like with your brother, but what was kind of like the landscape around like where you grew up? Like, were you skating with other girls at the time or was it really like more just your brother? Well, in the beginning it was just my brother, but he actually didn't really catch on to it at all. Um, <clears throat> and so then I just skated and I grew up in New York City, so wasn't like I had a garage or anything or like my mom mm -hmm. couldn't watch me down the little street it was right. like, kind of sketchy like I just there was cars everywhere and I wasn't allowed to skateboard by myself until middle school I could skate to school in front of like the stoop where I grew up there was a fire hydrant and a little curb and that's like where I learned to ollie and kickflip and all that jazz literally just within like two inches okay maybe bigger than that right but not very much space yeah and there's actually that's a, pretty crazy there was a tree planter that i learned to board slide on so that was pretty cool <laughs> but it was like i worked yeah. with what i had and then um i convinced the my friends at school who were girls to start skateboarding as well and then yeah their, their moms and like babysitters 
after school we would go on play dates would like take us to the skate park but that was the only opportunity like my mom right. never took me to the skate park but i somehow that's swindled awesome. my friends to <laughs> right. have them take me to the skate park and that's when i first went to the skate park on 108th street that actually recently just got uh-huh. redone um but back then it was kind of janky and there's definitely a lot of my dad's skin somewhere still in right. some leftover asphalt um <laughs> Right, literally ingrained. I know that's kind of how I feel like whenever I skate at Fat Kid. I'm like, this is, like, there's a lot of things that are here (laughs) in this concrete and it's not going to be good. I went to LES and that was, I don't even know, I must have been like nine years old, but it was still pretty sketchy back then. But then that got redone too. And there was also a skate park was in the place of where the Chelsea Pier skate park was. That was all wooden. Mm -hmm. And I went to a little camp there one summer. But now it's concrete. Wow. I love that part. I'm just randomly asking you this because you know Zora, but did you ever go to Woodward? Yeah, so then eventually one summer I went to Woodward. I don't even know why I decided to go there, but I heard about it. And um, right. it was that was probably one of the most life-changing experiences because I was able to meet other girl skateboarders that actually took skateboarding seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met Zora. Wow. But before right. it was just me sort of convincing my friends to skate with me like nobody that was a girl or guy at my school was really that into it then I just went every summer to Woodward and I look forward to it forever I was gonna do like some sort of adult week but COVID is just ruining everything (laughs) so I know I know so many plans I know so many plans that couldn't happen because of coronavirus yeah the worst Well, I love the housewife brand, as I mentioned before, but I genuinely do, not just because I'm talking to you (laughs) and gassing you up, but I think you're an an, incredible designer and your illustration style is like so, it's awesome to see something like so specific that's like somehow old, but also new. Um, I guess, how did you start designing and like, when did that really become like a thing in your life inside or outside of skateboarding? So... Well, first of all, thank you very much. Um, I was always drawing as a kid, and um, the short story is that when I went to Woodward, I hyperextended my elbow one year. I still had to stay there for the summer because my mom didn't know what to do with me because she worked during the summer. And so I switched my course from skateboarding because my arm is all messed up from from skateboarding to their video program and then basically interviewed my camp counselor named Erin Wolfkeel um because she was this really good skateboarder who was older than me and I looked up to her and she had competed in a lot of events and stuff and I just wanted to uncover the female skateboard industry in a video basically by interviewing her and back then girl skateboarding didn't really exist so it was the right. first time that I actually got to use like art in skateboarding together. And then the last week, that was the first time I learned the Adobe programs because I was able to make like the package design for the um, video. The video right. is called Inspire. You can check it on YouTube still today. Um, <laughs> and then I also made... We'll the, link it in the yeah, yeah, description. Yeah. And then I made a poster too. And I just really enjoyed that process. Obviously, like... I drew, but I never saw what I could do with the drawings later on, sort of digitize them. And that was sort of an 
epiphany for me. So no, that's kind of totally like I actually learned basically also like learned how to use the programs like the Adobe programs in like a summer camp, and it was like one of those things where you like kind of like what you said. I really like that about like you realizing where you actually like where you can kind of put all these things that you do into one place and it really this is not an ad for adobe but <laughs> it does show you like all the ways you can make things happen which is kind of awesome also none of their programs work either like i literally am also a graphic designer and I, every single day it's like they crash five six times a day in the middle of you working on everything it's like come on at work i have recently been assigned a lot of After Effects projects. Oh no. Like making book animations. Goodbye to your computer. I'm like, wow. And I'm using my computer. Like my actual computer is at right. work. But they didn't tell us we could hijack them. Um, anyways, right. side note. Yeah, so that was really cool. It's so I guess the art or the design came from skateboarding. And then I was like, well, I could do this for school and like go to college for it right so, so did you end up going to college for design yeah so I built a portfolio and then I applied to colleges and then I decided I really like Baltimore the city of Baltimore because I grew up in New York City my whole life and I wanted to just experience right. something different and so I went to MICA the Maryland Institute College mm -hmm. of Art and that was great because there's a really good skate scene really good music scene mm -hmm. um but actually not a lot of girl skaters but today there is a big group of girl skaters i That's really awesome. i really just had my best friend zora that i met at woodward like we coincidentally yeah. i moved to baltimore for college when she moved back to her hometown of baltimore just on a whim and then we were there together for two years yes for those of you who have not put it together we are talking about zora olivia the skate photographer but um Wait, that's so funny. That's exact story happened to me and one of my best friends. Like, we went to, like, a summer camp together for, like, a pre-college program. And then we both ended up coming to Pratt, which is where I went to school. Because I wanted to live in the city. <laughs> um, and so that's that's insane, though. That's a really... I love it. We're Yeah, so obviously you had Zora in the skate scene then in college, but... I guess, have you been back and have seen it grown? Or you just like, have? how have you noticed that it is growing now? Well, because I started Housewife there and mm, it okay. wasn't big. And then somehow people found out about Housewife post me moving back to New York City. And there's just, right. I think it's called um, like Girl Shred DMV or something. I'll have to mm -hmm. look up the specifics, but there's a really cool Instagram group of girls in the sort of Delaware, Virginia, Maryland area, Diggs Housewife and um, really awesome. awesome events. So I was like, dang, I I moved back to New York City at the wrong time. But New York City has a great girl skateboarding scene as well. So I'm not too jealous. Yes. <laughs> Did you start Housewife in college? Yeah, so this is so funny. Are you like, so I started Quell in college. I didn't realize like there's so many parallels to our life. That's so cool. cool. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, I started Housewife because it was a branding project at school, as I'm sure maybe mm -hmm. Quell was. Um, I had multiple graphic design classes, but I think this was, like, graphic design number three. Mm -hmm. This time, they really just let me do whatever I want. I could brand right. gum, like a pack of gum if I wanted to. But 
I really felt like there weren't any East Coast-based female skateboard companies. Um, right. Obviously, there was Meow, Hoopla, or Silly Girl, but they're all on the West Coast. And I just felt like the yeah. graphics maybe were more associated with the West Coast. Um, I wanted to create graphics that were more grungy, edgy, you know, punk, maybe more dirty mm-hmm. and represented like New York City or Baltimore, just a little bit more crusty. And um, right. so the first rendition of the branding actually was, I came up with this idea that, you know, Housewife Skateboards, it was critiquing 1950s housewife culture of like mm-hmm. all these women who would stay at home working, cleaning and cooking and like popping quaaludes and they're bored out of their minds. They would call each other up and say, yo, Betsy, are you trying to shred? Um, on their little, you know, dial tone phone um, while their husbands were at work. And so that was the original concept because I felt like it it needed a sort of narrative. And the first branding rendition was this super clean and bubbly, kitschy, like retro looking style. And then I realized that I wanted to have sort of two things that normally didn't go together, like, Mm -hmm. like the housewives you know, everything's supposed to be prim and proper and then take that edginess that I wanted and push them together. So that's why it ended up that way. And then that first graphic of the Yo Betsy you're trying to shred, I screen printed in the screen printing department. I don't even think I was taking a screen printing class because (laughs) I like did it kind of in a janky way because they didn't let us do textile screen printing unless we were in the textile department. They were very like, this is fine art printmaking on paper only right so Mm -hmm. i just like took a cardboard box and like made a fake shirt stretcher and stuff like that and then later i went on to work for a screen printing studio in greenpoint brooklyn called k-rock and that's where i learned to screen print on more things more legitly we've done a couple quell shirts with them actually oh there you go which ones oh my god now i don't even remember i know we did the valentine's day one with them but I kind of forget which... Oh, we did the um, flower shop one with them as well from our magazine party back when we could have fun. <laughs> that party, guys. Tony Hawk was there and someone stole my board. So if anyone oh, sees a housewife skateboard out there with Eric Costin... Wait, was it Eric Costin trucks or something? Like a pro model hollow truck. RIP those trucks. RIP. We're going to have to do like a we're gonna have to get like a board checker next time but everyone was like dude tony hawk stole your skateboard and i was like yeah he wants to ride for housewife dude yeah you're like please (laughs) sir (laughs) that's so yeah those are the type of moments where i'm like did that really happen tony hawk wasn't like at my party he was like in the bathroom line adjacent to my party but he was at quote-unquote at the party you know what I mean? In my mind, that's how I can justify it really happening. In the same building, at least. It was it was cool. Exactly. And also weird to imagine, too, because I feel like I haven't been to a party like that. Can you imagine? I would feel so uncomfortable. That's that so was like a, such a tight, you know, in the flower shop. Ugh. I miss that. I miss that so much. Uh, as you were saying, the beginning rendition of Housewife was not exactly like what it is today. But how long was it between 
then and now how long have you been developing that like identity between like the first iteration to kind of like now where you're at i don't know i mean i think that perhaps my drawing style has developed a little bit and i've gotten to know the characters or how the system works together i've definitely learned a lot through the process like mostly the graphics are in black and white and the yellow mm -hmm. the only graphic that has like a skin tone is the hairy legs graphic and um oh yeah but most of the graphics like the people you know they could be any race i think mainly the logo was just immediate and i never changed it but i think awesome. i've added other elements i'm pulling up again like your photos or your illustrations to really do you have like names for your, the characters or is it kind of just they live in the the world that they live in originally it was just betsy and donna like they're the two best friends yeah. like in my own head Aww. and then they would meet up to go shred kind of like how zora and i would just text each other so which one like... which one are you betsy or donna <laughs> i think she's betsy and i'm donna <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah i mean i Ugh, I love the style so much. I think I I do really think like to your point, it like really does merge that, um, the like quote unquote griminess with like this this truly like fifties sort of style. Why did you pick the yellow? Just because? I love yellow. When I was a little kid, I kind of yeah. had a lisp and I would call it well well. But I don't know. Yeah. I just it was my favorite color. Uh, I think it's perfect. So I just it's like it's a funny thing where it, when it sticks, it sticks. But it's a good like balance of the two uh, timelines. Obviously, you just mentioned like your design style or drawing style has been developing. And like if you go on the Housewife Instagram, which you should, Housewife Skate, <laughs> you'll see like all of these really cool. Oh, hold on, got the New York like BMX people riding down the middle of the street. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. One last yes. thing I'll say about the color is that oh, yeah. I definitely did not want it to be baby blue or pink. Yes. And I just wanted it to be the complete opposite. Like I could have done red, but it would have been way too intense with the black, but the yellow just felt yeah. just like a mustard yellow, just felt vintage, but not too obvious. Right. No, it's funny you say that because like when I first started Quell, I loved like this, not like baby pink, but this more like dark pink and I still do. But like the second I started making merch, I was like, I'm never like all my merch was like all my graphics and stuff were like black, white or red with like one shirt. We did a baby pink, but I was like, I still want to go back to that, but we have time. We all have time to <laughs> change our color palettes. But I agree with you. Like, if for your thing, if it was, like, baby pink or blue, you'd kind of be like, all right, whatever. Like, this, it, it's, like, such a good, strong color. I think it would work in different circumstances, but for Housewife, yeah. it just felt like it would lose, it would turn too cutesy. There's, like, this fine line right. that I'm leading. Like, yellow didn't have any oh, connotations no. to gender, too. Right, Any gender totally. could be yellow. Oh yeah, yeah so your graphics and stuff, the infographics, less the, we can definitely get into your shirt graphics and stuff, but what inspired you to kind of like do, you know, like this anatomy of skateboard or wheels or trucks? Cause that's something I actually have always wanted to do with Quell and I saw you like putting these out and I was like, okay, we need to like po repost these. These are, which I haven't yet. So as I'm saying this sound dumb, but it's, 
awesome <laughs> to like actually kind of have it laid out like that. When I was younger, I would look at Thrasher magazines and CCS magazines, like kind of drooling down my face because of just like the way that they were laid out. And I just felt like I was learning so much about skateboarding. I just wanted to like shove my brain with it. And right. skateboarding, there's this big noob hate culture, like screaming, do a yeah. kickflip, you know, assuming you don't know how to, or making fun of people for mall grabbing and yeah. you know, not wearing pads because they think it's dorky and stuff like that. So it's almost like people don't want people to start skateboarding. And I wanted to make these graphics yeah. so that, you know, you know what the Allen key hardware looks like. Right. So that you already have right. the upper hand, you know what all the parts of the trucks and it's not like an exclusive club that you just have to like go to a skate park and unlock the key to all the answers of skateboarding. No, I Does that love make sense or that. No, 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 that totally makes sense. And I love that answer because like, and I, I even like wrote this obviously in my notes to you, but like, I think, and I've been having these conversations so much with like a bunch of different people as well, like proper NAR. I was like on the phone with her the other day. Um, and she was saying that like, she would love to talk about like, the entry level to skateboarding because kind of like what you're saying and that's like with me and quell it's like so many people just assume or like it's such a weird exclusive thing and like that you don't want to like have people not skateboard because they feel uncomfortable when someone like asks them what a kingpin is at a park and then they feel awkward and they like never want to pick up their board ever again I just think the more people that are skateboarding, the merrier. Then you have more people to skateboard with. And um, I know that skateboarding makes me happy, like bombing hills and learning new tricks and finding new skate spots. So if there's any way yeah. to make it easier for people to start and less unapproachable, that's kind of why I created it. But I started because I wanted to create like a guide to skateboarding zine. And then... I realized that I had all these drawings that I just wanted to release gradually in Instagram right. bite sizes um, and then later right. post the full zine. But I figured, why not just give, right. give them to people immediately? That's awesome. That's really cool. You mentioned this previously, but in terms of like brands being more on the west coast do you find that that is like something i'm kind of switching gears but do you find that that has anything to do with like production of the boards or anything or it's not really no correlation just like skating on the is seen so much more on the west coast there are a lot of surprisingly a lot of manufacturers on the east coast um i think just because skateboarding started on the west coast it's bigger and I guess surfing's bigger there too. Right. Maybe there's more skate parks out there, more skate shops. Right. Definitely. Um, but a lot of things are manufactured in China now, especially truck parts. Yeah. And wheels. I guess that kind of correlates to what my next question was going to be was like, did any of your business get affected from COVID 19? Obviously, like, aside from sales, not necessarily, like, numbers, but, like, being able to produce stuff and, like, get it out there, was that, like, more difficult kind of 
because of all of this. I think all industries were affected by COVID-19, but especially skateboarding. Whenever I would drop off boards at skate shops for them to sell, they'd be like, oh, thank you so much. We're so dry on boards. And I think a lot of people have been thirsty for, oh my God, this shop doesn't have Spitfire wheels, but this one does. Like it's almost like a deficit of all skateboard products. Maybe it's because of manufacturers in China, or maybe it's because people have to lay people off, or maybe more people are learning to skateboard. So there's more of a demand for skateboarding now because people are bored at home. That's super interesting though. I, yeah, no, that's super interesting. It's, it's really crazy. I mean, between like all the stuff with COVID and like skateboarding obviously was like, for me at least, it was a hard thing to like think about skateboarding when I was like so nervous about like in initially like back in March and like April-ish, like the weather still wasn't good over here and it was like, you were, I felt like everyone was so scared to like leave their house. It was like so just such a weird time and like then obviously everything like that started happening with like the for lack of a better word like rising of the black lives matter movement because that obviously was like still a thing but became so much more prevalent it just like felt so weird to me at least like as someone who owns you know a business and all that to like talk about skateboarding at a certain point like with everything going on i just was like This feels weird. (laughs) I don't know if you felt similarly or not. I definitely (laughs) felt like people were going to want to skateboard during coronavirus. Like, even it's a solo thing you could do. Right. I do like the community aspect of skateboarding. And having group skate events was really important to me and for Housewife. Um, And one of the street fairs, the Hester Street Fair, was supposed to be June 13th. And then they had to move it to September 19th. Um, right. But it did feel like for a period of time, skateboarding wasn't the most important thing. You know, maybe we should be quiet right now. No, I, t- I totally understand you. It, I think now, though, like, fortunately, we definitely can use our platforms in ways to, like, talk about things that are important. Which I think now, like, everything's starting to feel like it's... Not nothing is getting back to normal, but it's getting to like a productive point now where it's like, okay, we're in this and we're in it for a while, so let's start to really figure out how we can make it happen. I think manufacturing boards at least for on my end, getting a new batch of boards, like I got a board batch that sold out immediately. And I don't know if that was because of coronavirus or because people wanted them or because the shipment was delayed because of coronavirus and people were like, oh, when are they coming? When are they coming? And then it was almost like I just like released right. the swarm of Black Friday. And so that was your second board graphic, right? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So you have the Housewife logo so, and then you have the, I guess, Harry Legs one. Yeah, I have two graphics. I'm working on the third one. I think the first one was sort of inspired by the Baker logo boards, sort of team decks, just like the straight across logo. It felt like a good starting yeah. point. And then the top graphic on that was the hairy legs graphic, just for a little like peak show through, like if you wanted to cut right. it out with your grip tape. And I think that was really fun. Um, but a lot of people 
requested that I put the Harry Logs graphic on the bottom and then the Housewife skateboards on the top, which right. I did. But this batch of boards, I decided to have one fun shape, and I did the stiletto. Right, right, shape right. That was inspired by the graphic right. itself. So I thought that was kind of fun. I think that's so fun. And then, for so can you order? I forgot what it is, but can you order? either uh, like a regular board shape or the stiletto shape for the Harry Lights one. There's like regular board shapes. And then just the eight font or size is stiletto. That's so fun. Are you, so I don't know if you want to say this, but is your next graphic also going to be like a new shape or anything? Or you're kind of sticking with the regular shapes? I think people like the regular shapes, at least for beginners. Mm -hmm. I think people who are more seasoned at yeah. skateboarding are like, oh, I'll mess around with it. But also people are kind of scared of the stiletto shape because they're like, oh, my God, it's going to really? credit card me or, like, I'm going to spin it. It's going to hit me in the shin. But I'm like, that makes it all the right. more badass because you're scared of your skateboard. <laughs> right. And you're like, you got to try just that much harder, I guess, not to get hit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not one to talk because I can't basically do anything, but that's so fun. Um, what is a dream product for you to create? Whether it be like more decks or like a collaboration or something like that. Definitely more board graphics. I kind of want to do wheels. I think that'd be sick. My brother works at Alibaba, which is like the Amazon for distributors and manufacturers out of China, learning about the back end of manufacturing processes beyond skateboarding, or skateboards at least. Basically, I get my skateboards from Penswood in Pennsylvania. So that's pretty local, I guess, one state away. But for wheels, I haven't been able to find a manufacturer in the US. So maybe I will dabble with offshore manufacturing. I kind of want to learn how to sew, perhaps do some like cut and sew pieces. I know that the production stuff is so difficult. It's like, I obviously only do like t-shirts and stuff. So I can't even imagine like hardware or graphics or not graphics, hardware or like boards or things like when you really start to like learn, it's like a whole other job in itself to like learn all of that stuff. And all the specs and different shapes and molds and even like urethane just like different formulas for reals so and then having to decide you know what size to go with that's something i just want but nobody teaches you that kind of stuff i don't think many people know how to run a skateboarding company but i think they all are which is the best part i think i have no idea what i'm doing most of the time as distributed by me trying to record this podcast 15 times earlier today where can you buy housewife okay so you can buy them online at housewifeskateboards.com or you can go to kcdc in brooklyn uncle <laughs> funky's in manhattan or upstate new york at a wall and denver colorado death and glory maryland oh, yeah. at pure board shop and a lot of other ones if you want to check them out on the site i have a whole retail page Oh my god, that's very incredible. And honestly, I've been getting hit up by people to distribute Quell, so hopefully they're listening to this and they hear this and then they're like, oh, we have to obviously get Housewife decks. Heck yeah. Which you should. 
Thanks for listening to Quell Party. We will be back with episodes every other week. If you like listening to our podcast, please rate us five stars, leave a review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. I know it sounds corny, but it's true. It really helps us out. We're currently accepting submissions for issue six, so please send us your submissions via email to submit at quellskate.com. You can find Charlotte and Housewife at... Housewife Skate, or you can find me at Tegan125 both on Instagram. Find everything and anything about Quell on quellskate.com or on Instagram at quellskate. And as always, thank you for joining the party.